Hello and welcome into the first ever episode of the Snatch This Small Business Podcast. I am your host, El Scalzo, and today we will be talking to two lovely business owners who have their shops on Etsy. At the end, I will give you guys all of that information. You'll also be able to find it on my social media in order to be able to go check them out on their Instagrams as well as on their Etsy shops. So today I will be joined with Jennifer Hampton Art and Art by Sora Bay. I'm super excited to share this project with you guys and I just can't wait for this to really just kind of continue and blossom. So each week there will be episodes at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single Friday where I talk to two small business owners and really just kind of show their story and how they got started. So without further ado, let's get right into it. And our first interview is with Jennifer Hampton from Jennifer Hampton Art. All right, so today I am joined with Jennifer Hampton of Jennifer Hampton Art on Instagram. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. So the idea of this podcast, this is the first episode, so I want to introduce it a little bit to the audience, is to talk to fellow small business owners and kind of get their story and share what they've been doing and, you know, how the pandemic has affected them and also just what it's like being a small business owner so people can kind of see the behind the scenes of what it's like. So I just kind of wanted you to start off by introducing yourself and, you know, who you were before you started your business and what you also do besides your business now. Well, um, I was I was an art major in college um, and like many I'm sure never actually used it in the real world. Um, I ended up getting married, had kids. Um, I worked various different jobs, but up until this last year, I ran my husband's business. He, um, he does like welding and fabrication. He's also a small business owner. So he, he's dealing with all of that as well. And I've been doing his billing and running the office. Um, this year I took the dive and we found someone to do that so that I could stay home and focus on my art. So this year is a big year for me, hopefully, <laughs> but I'm doing a lot of new things and, and advertising more because it's so hard to get started. Initially, it was more of a hobby than anything else because it's I'm going to paint or make art no matter whether I'm selling it or not. Um and then with social media, it became so easy to make contacts, which was really exciting. And I started to sell things and I thought, you know, this could really be great. Like you always dream of having the job where you can do what you love and make money. So that's my hopes. We'll, um, we'll see what happens. Um, I've, I probably, I did really well at the beginning of the year. Um, I think because so many people were home um, and I sold a bunch of things um, and word of mouth really helps a lot too. Yeah, that definitely. I COVID has been a lot of ups and downs for a lot of businesses. And I've definitely seen that in my own business too, especially like when the stimulus checks came out, you kind of saw like a little bit of an increase in your sales and then back down as like people were having a flow of money. Um so if you could just tell the audience a little bit about your business and what you sell, I know you mentioned that you make art, but I know you have a lot of different products on your shop. 
I do. Um, I initially started with just painting. I do a little stained glass. I haven't really focused on that because it's so time consuming and I, I probably enjoyed the painting more. And then the paintings kind of morphed into finding ways to market just the design aspect of that painting. So besides selling like the originals, I make prints and then I found where you can get them printed on clothing and backpacks and phone cases and probably anything you could ever imagine. Um, I've also done custom shoes for people. I take commissions. Um, so it, it's, it kind of, I'll do anything creatively that kind of goes with my flow. I was going to ask, um, have you ever done like painting on denim? That's something that I've seen has been really popular lately. I've done mostly, um, I did a couple like shoes, which I'm sure it's the same. Um, there's a specific fabric paint that you use and you have to prep everything and they turned out really well. Um, it's just, uh, it's a very time consuming activity, but it, it is really cool. I've actually, uh, I've painted a pair of my own jeans. I haven't done anything for anyone else though. Okay. Um, so what would you say is probably the biggest accomplishment you've had since you started your business? Actually this year I decided since I was really jumping into it and things are finally starting to open again after COVID, um, I did my first gallery showing. So I got a couple pieces into a gallery and the first month I sold one. So that was fantastic. I, kind of unexpected. So it was really nice. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing, just taking that leap to do that and then having it be successful like that. That's really great. Um, kind of seeing like how quickly someone can just like see your business and it really just, it makes you feel proud. Something else I wanted to, I know you mentioned social media and the ability to use it and your shop is on Etsy. So how have you noticed that social media and the like Etsy algorithm have helped you with your business? I think Etsy, a lot of people, just because the more you put into your shop, the more items you have, I think Etsy markets you a little bit more. So I've noticed that adding more items and continually updating my items is amazing because I must come up on more searches. Um, always use hashtags because people are always searching for certain words. And I think I, I've pretty much tried every social media outlet. I even, I just started TikTok, which is challenging because it's videos. So I've done some little time-lapse videos of painting, which has been fun. Um, but I think you get a lot more traffic. I think Instagram's probably the biggest one for me um, specifically, but definitely like Facebook and all of those, you get so much more traffic to your shop, which helps. Yeah, definitely. I also do TikTok for my business and something I've noticed recently, and maybe you've tried this, maybe you haven't, is if I post my TikToks to Instagram Reels, it seems like they get more views on Reels than they do on actual TikTok sometimes. Mm. Kind of interesting uh, that they have that new feature on Instagram right after like TikTok became a thing. They introduced Reels. I don't know if you- That's cool. I haven't tried that yet, but I think I will. I think it's the age group that you're hitting yeah. with TikTok is a little different. They may not be the people who are going to buy things because I think it's a younger group that you're hitting it. But Instagram is such, um, it's got a wider audience. 
Yeah, that's definitely has um, a lot to do with it. So I know you mentioned starting your business in this last year, uh, kind of taking that leap. So how has COVID really kind of changed that? And I know you also talked about your husband's business. So maybe you can talk about that a little bit, but what, how are the effects of COVID um, influencing your business and your decisions to start and things like that? Honestly, because at the time I was mainly social media focused and online focused, I didn't notice much change. And my husband is a essential business. So they do work for food manufacturers. So we actually were doing really well during COVID. Never stopped working. And we really didn't see much of a difference. In fact, I probably got more sales just because more people were home. Okay. That's, that's good though. Um, I know a lot of people told me they were like, oh yeah, I started like selling masks and stuff because I yeah. offering the thing. And then, you know, they had like all these shipping delays because of the post office. And it was like, I know a lot of people have talked nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> struggled throughout COVID for it. Um, so for anyone who's listening that might be interested in starting a small business, what is your best piece of advice to any of the listeners for thinking about starting a business? I think you really have to set realistic goals and what it is you want to accomplish. Um, for me, I'm going to paint or create no matter what. It's a bonus for me to sell and make a little money on the side. So you make that goal of what you want to do, but don't get discouraged because it takes time. It's not going to be easy, you know, until you find that right niche. Sometimes it'll take a while. Yeah, that's 110% true. Patience is a big virtue whenever you start a small business. So just kind of ending things off here, I, I did just want to ask you, you know, like, do you have any like hopes or dreams for the future of your business? Would you want to like, do more galleries, um, maybe art shows, different things. What is your like end goal with your business as to where you're at right now? What's your biggest hope for it? I think I, I prefer more shows or, and I really like online sales. Uh, galleries are great for just putting your work out there, getting your name out there in the community. But honestly, with the prices they charge for, com- like, for selling your stuff, I feel badly to up price my work in order to cover that fee. So I, I much prefer to do more festivals and, and art shows that are not in a gallery association. So, but it is good to get that name out there. Thank you so much for coming and Our talking to me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. comes from small business owner Shelby, who owns Art by Sorbet which we'll get to know a little bit more about her and her business and how she got the name Art by Sorbet in just a few moments. I hope that you guys enjoyed that first interview. If you would like to go and check out Jennifer Hampton Art on Instagram, her Instagram handle is at Jennifer Hampton Art. Um, and her Etsy shop is the same name, Jennifer Hampton Art. So go ahead and go check her out. She has all kinds of really interesting designs that she has made into t-shirts and bags and she has prints and all kinds of stuff so definitely make sure to go check her out and without further ado uh, we are now going to be speaking to art by sorbet 
So hello everyone today. I am joined with Shelby from at Art by Sword Bay on Instagram and she can be found on Etsy um, at the same tag at Art by Sword Bay. So can you just start off by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself and what your day-to-day is like besides being a small business owner? Absolutely. So my name is Shelby Chastner. I am actually a pediatric nurse in Iowa. Um, I started painting um, a handful of years ago and kind of just launched Art by Survey from there. Outside of art and being a nurse, I love to play with my two dogs, Georgia and Frizzle, who very frequently make an appearance on our Instagram. So if you ever see them, there's a little Dalmatian and a Bernie dude running around. Those are my girls. I also love to do like yard work and landscaping and home improvement with my boyfriend, Ryan. And you can constantly see us kind of in our stories showing off that too. But Art by Survey is kind of our our little baby that we've kind of grown from the bottom up so it's it's really exciting to be here and recording on a podcast now of all things it's really cool I love that that's so cute I love whenever people make their business a little bit more personal too and like include their pets and stuff on their pages yes me too so what made you to like finally make that decision to start your business? So there wasn't really any one thing that made me decide to do it. It was kind of just my family and friends encouraging me to do so. I never really thought opening an Etsy shop would be for me. I didn't think I was good enough or that my things would sell. And as soon as I did it, it kind of took off and um, people started messaging me, you know, hey, can you do this? Can you do this? And um, it kind of was this little blessing in disguise. So really just kind of the push from my from my surrounding my people was the final kick to do it. That's always um, something that's really great is whenever you have that support from all the people around you. So how did Art by Sorbet get its name? So I worked at a movie theater in high school and everyone there went by a nickname. We didn't ever call each other. I wasn't Shelby there. I was Sorbet. And when I started this Etsy shop, I was asking people, you know, oh, should I call it, you know, Art by Shelby? And they said, no, do Art by Sorbet. And it kind of just stuck. And here we are. Oh, that's so cute. Um, (laughs) My business has like a Snatchless Creations that was um, a name that I came up with for a magazine project that I had to do my freshman year of college. So it's funny how like those little things stick around. Yeah. So I people know them either, which is kind of cool. So I had mentioned that our listeners can find you on Etsy, but can you kind of give us a little bit of a rundown of the products that you have on your shop and maybe a little bit of your creative process because you are an artist and you do that to create your products? Yeah, so right now we sell a lot of farmhouse designs, farmhouse signs and decor, kind of what I've always wanted to do. You can also find a couple of different canvas paintings and little nicks and knickknacks and things like that on the page, but farmhouse signs are kind of our our staple product that we sell and they're kind of seasonal or for everyday use in your home kind of whatever you're feeling we've usually got something up there for you I've like seen a lot of your products that you have featured right now are like very summery themed so yes. like super cute I really like that thank you as a small business owner I know the accomplishments do come very big and small so what would you say is probably your biggest accomplishment that kind of surprised you since you started your business? I think the biggest accomplishment has just been financially able to grow the business into something that, you know, we're able to purchase the tools that we need to make our own signs instead of outsourcing them from other artists. And to me, that was just something so huge that we could take that leap 
that kind of leap of faith and invest in ourselves and have that opportunity to do so because other people love our science as much as we do. To me, that was like the biggest personal accomplishment. Just it, put, it warms my heart. It puts a smile on my face just to be able to do something like that. You know, something that we find so fun that we have so much fun doing and, and people encourage us to do that with their sales. And I love it. That's really great to hear. While accomplishments, you know, we do have them. We also do have a lot of struggles as small business owners. So I was wondering, um, and I kind of wanted to tie this in with like maybe COVID affected you and that's, you know, you had some struggles there. Um, I know a lot of people used to go to markets and stuff and now they can't do that. Mm -hmm. And that's been a struggle. So what would you say COVID related or not a struggle has been for you with your business? Yeah, so farmers markets, flea markets, craft fairs, those are kind of our jam and that's where we, we kind of sell the most. Um, so not being able to do that with COVID did, did take its toll on us, but it kind of gave us some downtime. You know, we were able to take some courses and learn how to utilize and maximize social media to our advantage. We were able to uh, spend more time behind the scenes working on designs and products and kind of fine tuning our frames to exactly what we wanted them to be so that they're, they're perfect for when we sell them. But really really just kind of taking a step back and, and working on the behind the scenes side of things is what we got from COVID. And while it maybe financially wasn't the best thing for us, um, it, it will be in the long run. So I know you just mentioned social media. That's something that I like really started to focus on too. So what platforms did you like start playing around with new platforms with COVID and everything? Like what kind of did that look like for you? Yeah. So Instagram has kind of always been our home base. But really, we didn't do anything with stories or reels or anything in this last year, just kind of developing those and playing around with them and um, seeing what our what our fans want to see, what our what our community on social media wants to see and just kind of working through that. We tried Facebook to see what that would, you know, what kind of crowd that would grab us. And it's, you know, hit or miss on that one. But really, Instagram has been our been our bread and butter. I feel like Instagram really lends itself to small businesses, especially with reels now, because that came out to so many more people. I know a lot of younger business owners use TikTok. I use TikTok. I personally like don't prefer TikTok over Instagram just because Instagram reels, I feel like really just gets your product out to a lot more people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes TikTok just, you spend three hours making a video and then you get eight people who see it. Yes. Yeah. And social media is not my strong suit. I would much rather have a paintbrush in my hand than trying to sell things on my phone. But it's, you know, this downtime has really given me a chance to learn it and understand it and enjoy it. So I know you have your shop on Etsy. Was there any specific reasons that you chose Etsy as your platform to have your shop on? I know a lot of people like it because it brings traffic to your shop. Yeah, we kind of just chose it. It was well known. It just seemed like a good starting place. It's something that I've always referenced if I'm you know, looking for a gift to give someone or looking for something unique and homemade and that I know someone's put a lot of thought and love into and um, to be a part of that community really really sparked my interest. So what would you say is probably your most ambitious goal that you have with your small business as of right now? So there is at the Magnolia, Magnolia Silos in Waco, Texas. Um, Joanna Gaines owns it. She's been my favorite on HGTV for many, many years. Um, But every year they host a small business gathering and they, you know, to celebrate the opening of their silos, they let all these small businesses come and host their own little booth at on their grounds. And to me, that's what, that's the main goal right now is to try and 
and get our way down there to be able to sell and, and network with other businesses and maybe even get to meet her. I don't know. It's a dream. <laughs> I love hearing other people's dreams. So I know you mentioned doing markets. So do you do markets outside of Iowa or are you mainly still just in your home state as of right now? No, right now we're still in our home state. We're hoping in the next year or two, we'll start branching out some more so we can travel and, and get our signs out to more people. Hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, COVID doesn't continue I to feed on that. Oh, my fingers and my toes, everything is crossed. I hope, I hope we can soon. Really the final question I have is what advice can you offer to any of our listeners who may be looking to start their own small business? Well, I know it's kind of cliche, but never stop dreaming. Never Never stop believing in yourself and wondering what you can do. Kind of the sky's the limit. Also work your ass off. Nothing comes easy to anyone. You do have to put in the time and the effort and, and really work to, to make it happen. And then just surrounding yourself with like-minded people and those who support you and encourage you and can give you ideas and feedback on, on what works and what doesn't work and kind of how to grow yourself and your business from there. That's really great advice. I know like as a fellow small business owner, I've definitely had like the ups and downs, especially with the pandemic, you know, Mm -hmm. when people would get stimulus checks, you'd get a little bit of a peak in your shop and then it would go back down and then Mm -hmm. office would be delayed in shipping. People were like, where is my package? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, So yeah, definitely being persistent is one of probably the most important things. I would like to Absolutely. give a huge, huge thank you to Jennifer Hampton from Jennifer Hampton Art and Shelby from Art by Sorbet. Like I said, you can find them under those tags on Instagram. I will also have them tagged in my post where I introduce um, the podcast episode. So definitely check that out. My Instagram is snatched underscore sis underscore creations. You can find all of the information in my link tree in my bio to... Um, you know, check out my business and everything like that. Next week, we will be talking to Kamala from Kamala's Creations and Kristen from Kristen's Craft Room. So I'm super excited to be able to continue this journey of telling the stories of small business because we don't often see the behind the scenes and what it's really like for small business owners. So this is a project that I'm definitely very passionate about. And I hope that you guys enjoyed the first episode of the Snatch This Podcast. I am El Scalzo, your host, and I will be back next week with another episode.